0: This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Oh, good evening again. We're going to kickstart the Trace Twitter spaces right now. Thank you all so much for joining. We have our panelists in the building. We're still waiting for Butros to join. I know he'll be joining soon. I just saw him post um, the poster on his social media channel. So anytime now, he'll be joining us. Uh, we'll just start um, already by welcoming everyone to another Trace Twitter Spaces. My name is Aniko Owoko and I'll be your host for today's Spaces on the topic, Talent Financing, Getting Started and Sustaining the Growth. Thank you so much Trace East Africa team for having me um, on this um, to host um, and then I'll go straight into introductions. I'm a brand architect and have over 10 years experience in the communications um, and uh, industry world in general. I work as a music and events curator and I've also worked as a broadcast and print journalist. Um, I also run a PR agency, Aniko PR and uh, through the agency have been able to work with a lot of creatives and artists in the arts and culture scene across Africa, East Africa, and Kenya particularly. I'm very honored to be joined by three amazing individuals tonight who are doing their part um, on a day-to-day level just to elevate the creative um, sector, their own craft, and that of the artists and creatives that they work with um yes amazing butros just joined so we're gonna send you an invite um to be a speaker look out for that um and um please join um to be a speaker as soon as you can so as uh, i go back to the introductions we have a special lady from uganda jayla who manages azawi i was just playing um some of her music in case Um, You recognized um, the music. That was Azawi from Uganda, who recently released a debut um, album called African Music in 2021. She's doing quite well across Africa and um, has even performed in Kenya quite recently. Jayla um, is also the head of label services at Swangs Avenue, which is a um, respected and renowned Ugandan label who also recently launched an academy. She will tell us more about that. Um, what's happening in you, G Jayla? Tell us um, what's up on what's up on your sleeve at the moment. Hi Aniko, that was a very
1: uh, big introduction <laughs> for I'm a big smiling. lady. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with a few cages.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, um, hi everyone. Um, thank you very much for choosing to host me on uh, this very great platform. I appreciate it. Um, my name is Jayla Bironji, i from uh, Kampala, Uganda, but I'd like to always say I'm from Africa because Africa is now and we're taking over. I happen to be the head, uh, the label head at uh, Swans Avenue, but I'm also um, the talent manager for the brand Azawi, we have a few other artists like Vinka, Winnie Nwaji, Zafaran, and hoping to sign on others this year. And uh, I also happen to be the events manager right now for swans Avenue because swans Venue is a fully production house. We do film, audio, and TV production. We do music videos. We create events for Uh, Party people in uh, Africa right now. I wouldn't limit us to Uganda, Um, so that's basically who I am. Aniko asked, um, "How is Uganda doing?" Yes, this is the party capital of Africa, so everything you heard. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And she says it like it is. Thank you so much for joining us. We're quite excited to have you on here on this discussion um yeah and i'll come back to you so um i still haven't seen butros um oh now he's a speaker um is he no actually not i think i i mistook i mistook that so we're still gonna try have you speak butros just keep checking your notifications and see if you have an invite from either me or trace itself and um kindly join to speak Um, Now I'm going to head next to our other speaker, Roy Gitahi. Thank you so much, Roy, for joining us. Roy is from Art at Work organization, who are actually part of um, the research team that collaborated with uh, FSD Kenya to conduct a research that um, was uh, published, I think, in 2021. The research itself was called New Business Models for Financing the Creative um, Sector Research, And uh, if you go through the report, it has a lot of uh, relevance to the topic we're discussing today. So, um, Roy, how are you doing? Um, And could you kindly give us a short overview of your work at at, Art at Work?
3: Okay, Nico, thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to speak to you guys. Um, How have we been doing? We're doing well. It's a long night, busy days, and... uh, very satisfactory when uh, when you see the kind of things that are that are happening. So as Aniko said, I run a company called Art at Work, and um, we are facilitating the creation of sustainable jobs in arts and sports. When we were growing up, we we're told to become a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, a pilot or something like that. Um, but if you ask this generation and even the guys on this particular call, Uh, People want to become musicians, uh, dancers, acrobats, bloggers, bloggers, influencers, and stuff. Um, And and the question then becomes, uh, what are we going to do with uh, this generation so that um, they they can actually uh, make sustainable livelihoods in what it is that they have chosen to do? And so Art at Work has um, gotten into this space, uh, and, and this started off, it's a journey that started off 11 years ago, um Mm -hmm. and so looking at things like financial inclusion uh because if a dancer or a comedian walked into a bank and asked for a loan what do you think the answer would be it would be definitely like uh, what else do you do or yeah we 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 probably won't be able to give you a, a service but how then do we expect um creatives and talented people uh, to, grow, to grow their careers and their businesses without the participation of financial institutions uh, like banks. So financial inclusion for us is important. And we've mm. partnered with Local Bankers Association here in Kenya. Uh, and to start developing products, uh, which you'll be seeing very soon in the Kenyan market and then probably in uh, other markets uh, in, uh, in, in East Africa. The second, um, the other thing we also realized is that uh, young people do not have land, they don't have buildings, they don't have logbooks, all those things that uh, banks traditionally ask for um, mm. when they're lateral. And so in Kenya, we've passed, um, uh, the government passed a law called the Movable Property Security Rights Act of 2017. I know it's a mouthful. Um, mm. And it, it basically now allowed the use of things like art, music rights, um contracts as uh, collateral for for loans and together with the kenya bankers association and the government art at work is now working to actualize that so that you can actually walk into a bank right now and offer your body of work as collateral for a loan another area we are we are are now strong in is in uh, education um and the the reason for this is because there's no parent anywhere who will pay for a course that does not have certification at the end of it all. And so what we're looking at is how do we now start putting certification in the arts? And so one of the things that we've been doing with the the National Industrial Training Authority here in Kenya is to identify the competencies in in, in the arts. Uh, How do we... um, uh, how do we assess those competencies in an individual? How do we test for those, individ- uh, those competencies in an individual and then uh, certify that in- that, that an individual has those particular uh, uh, competencies? And so there's a process that uh, that is already um, on, on the way. Um, another area we're invested in is technology. And the reason why is because content now is, is is basically tech from your production from your distribu- to, to your distribution um, to your monetization this is uh, this is all technology based and there are very many avenues that we can there are many technologies that we can tap into that will help uh, content get access to the market and get paid for. Of course then that brings us to the areas of policy and uh, legislation. Uh, there are not too many laws that uh, that are there for the creative uh, space and they're needed uh, and 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 this is where now um, the work that we have done in uh, research for the new business models it just happens to be a, a step because government financial institutions want data want research uh, before they mm-hmm. can be able to and 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 research then is the basis of uh, policy uh, then policy becomes the basis of practice so the mm-hmm. thing is that, uh, that that's why this report was important, and so important it was to the government that they actually gazetted uh, this and created a task force, a creative economy task force. And now this is a big deal, and the reason why is because you're now talking about the government uh, mm-hmm. taking the space so seriously that it brings together government and uh, and and private sector players uh, to be able to resolve the issues in the creative um, in the creative sector governed by the research that was uh, that, that was done. And of course, I'll be talking more about the findings of that research and how we can be able to align to the opportunities that will present themselves in future. Thank you. Thank
0: you so much, Roy. I can tell that you're a researcher because the way he responded to the work At At Work does, it's quite broad. Um, I appreciate and it's really great to know that we have somebody um, who's really deep into the research and all the nitty gritties it takes to run a business as a creative or as a, um, a small enterprise or as an SME. So um, I'm happy to announce that Boutros is now a speaker. He's also joined us. Butros, um, welcome to the Trace Twitter Spaces. Uh, you all know who Boutros is. Shrap, King, God, whatever you want to call him. He's an established rapper, um, producer, and entrepreneur. Um, And if you followed his journey uh, with the AD family and um, his management, they have grown together in music and business from brick to brick, basically breaking barriers and availing new avenues and opportunities for themselves. Um, And also, he just released a new EP, Kabla Mtindo, which is actually a precursor to an upcoming album, Tindo. Um, What's good, Boutros?
4: Hey, what's up? Hey, Mambos. Um, very good very good Monday thank you guys for having me
0: we're very glad to have you on here um you're welcome um yeah, yeah. I mean t- tell us about your most recent um EP re- um, that just dropped very recently and basically what you've been up to you've been up and about you're, you're on a tour um yeah what, what's 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 um happening at the moment
4: uh, okay thank you um at the moment, uh, it's just, you know, like a, a normal uh, Kenyan artist will will do on a normal day is just try and push as much as they can. Because, you know, like, uh, I, I think this is not the land of opportunities for, for artists. We just have to look for the opportunities ourselves. Mm. So um, with all the tours and everything, as uh, our colleague there was saying about, like, uh, making the business for yourself, that's what we've been trying to do, like, with the with the release of the EP. Uh, yeah. Uh, the shows and uh, the campus tours. Is just trying to uh, find a way we can make like uh, a manip- manipulate the people to just get more numbers or by our own ways.
0: Fantastic. Um, so welcome. I'm looking forward to this conversation with with you all. So um, so the creative sector um, is an op- in, is an important source of long term employment. Um, we know this in Kenya, South Africa, and around Africa, or globally speaking. However, the sector um, always suffers from a huge lack of finance. Um, And without the money, without the funding, it's really hard for the artists to move forward. Every single thing artists need to create and do requires um, the finance. And you find that there's always a circle where um, you require money, you require um, funding. You produce your content, you put it out there and then if you're not getting back um, um, you know good profit or if you're not getting back your royalties, then you're um, back to square one and need more funding, but then don't know where to get it. And especially if um, the creators we're talking about or the artists we're talking about have not really established themselves as a business. So this is the basis of our discussion today on talent uh, financing, getting started, and sustaining growth. We want to look at um, what are the main challenges and obstacles um, in this um, um, on this topic. How can we overcome them, build bridges and sustain the growth or business? Um, tonight, Trace wants to take a focus on the steps an artist can and should take while venturing into music business so they can access finance, grow their craft and prosper in um In the business so we could actually just start from step one like um, how to start out um, formalizing your business understanding the market and uh, all these issues like publishing distribution IP laws and copyright um, laws so maybe I could just come back to you again Boutros um, and also Jayla because you work with various artists at your label and I will ask um, when you first ventured into the music industry did you have a good knowledge about how the industry and market is structured in terms of how to finance like um the activities you're gonna get into um and if not how did you get to learn this and how long did it take um or is this uh still something that you are on um you're you're growing on right now so maybe i could start with you butros and then we'll head over to jayla
4: um i'll say something that uh is still ongoing but um, mm. there, over, over time, like we, we found ways to maneuver. Like you know, there are things we can actually. It's like a, how, how do you say, it? like tit for tat in a way. There are things we offer them, and then they offer us back. But in terms of like getting an artist, like signing them, <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, there's this issue of is are you actually gonna uh, ROI? The returns are actually gonna make sense? Yeah. And and most of the time, especially with the royalties and when, whatever is happening in the Kenyan industry, we yeah. can only just try to give me our only shows and maybe a few, few endorsements. And if they're popping, you know, it's also going to have to come back from just cutting down from the videos, expenses, moving from one place to another. And especially the kids these days, the way they move like, on, like an entourage of like 50 and whatever. So... <laughs> Trying to keep up with certain personas, unless you have like a like a huge or just a legit backing, it it yeah. tends to be a challenge. But I mean, it's not impossible because people have done it, and I think it's it, it, Kenya right now. It's in it's in a position where we 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 can actually make certain things happen. So it's 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 all about seeing where the five years will will take us.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so, Jayla, you spoke about swangs, not just um, and also you, not just representing UG, but representing Africa at large, and also whatever business your label is handling is um, catering to the entire continent. And for you to have this type of um, approach, then you must know how the industry works, you must know how to finance your projects. Um, so, tell us how, how do you go about um, this? Um, how do you finance? projects for your artist? um is it easy is it um, do you have the corporates um sponsoring a lot or um do you have the record label actually going out and getting funds from other institutions or is the label self-sustaining that whatever funds you're using are, is actually what um or rather let, let me say the profit that's coming from the label or from the artist royalties tell us about this um okay. <laughs> it's going to be a
1: mouthful but I would like to break it down in a few steps. I'm going to talk about first of all how an artist gets started because then that will give you give us answers to how the label Swangs Avenue works. So, for how an artist gets started is a few steps. You create a routine um, because th- uh, we and um, we know for sure the difference between an amateur and a profession is just practice. So the time you spend building your craft is what gets you to where you want to be. Um, there's a YouTuber that I follow, uh, Thomas Frank, I think. He always says, prime your mind for it. So we make sure our artists are primed for that. So it's a routine that goes on. And then also for artists, I'd advise that for you to get started, you choose a niche and uh, allow yourself to be proficient and build a reputation and a client base that works to that niche. For example, um, I'll give an example of Azawi. She has created a niche for being very Afrocentric. She's known for a street Afrocentric style. If you say Azawi, everyone knows Azawi is going to have something Afrocentric, whether it's in the dress code, whether it's in the kind of um, music she puts out. It's mostly African rhythms and sounds and percussion. So for an artist to get started, know your niche and create that and have a brand that is known to that. Uh, obviously, for anyone to start a business, because for us, we take artistry or artist. Uh, music as a business have a mentor it could be digital it could be personal for me until today i will tell you my digital mentor because i can i, I haven't met him yet i am trying to meet him is Kuta Brand, justin Bieber's mm-hmm. head of talent I mm-hmm. i've watched what he does how he does it and also banner boy's mother because she's the next person i think i can watch and see that mm-hmm. I, I, I know where she's going, you get. So yeah. your mentor doesn't have to be uh, a person that you can see or talk to, but emulate what they do, figure out, you learn what they do, and then go with that. Then also explore skills, because when you're getting started, really everyone as a business, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, you never know if that is going to work but you explore a skill and then if it doesn't work, you go on. If it doesn't work, this year you go on. So for an artist, explore a skill, explore a genre or something that you think could work and and then build it, build it. If it doesn't, obviously your mentor will always tell you something is not going right. And then that's where you create a portfolio. Now on creating Mm. a portfolio, everyone is now following you. That is where Swang Avenue comes in. All artists that we have, we have studied before we signed. I will still Mm -hmm. speak on on Azawi. Azawi came to Swan's Avenue to sell us a song as a writer for us to buy for another artist who we had established already called Winnie Nwaji. She's Mm -hmm. one of the biggest performers in Uganda. Yeah. And then yes. us listening to Azawi, listening to uh, songs that Azawi wrote, is when we now pose a question of, can you sing these songs? And then God just helped her that she's a good singer. Also, she's a great performer. She has been a basker for some time. She performed with. Uh, she had been a backup vocalist for um, Eddie Kenzo. She had written mm. songs for Eddie Kenzo and harmonized. So wow. see she, ha- she had wow. already built a portfolio, but we didn't know it wow. until she opened up. What a up story. Says, Do you get what I mean? So yeah. for you to get started, there's a few steps you get to getting managed by a, a big record label or a production yeah. house. Now, how we, finance, how we finance and sustain this is where I'm going.
3: Mm-hmm. Swans so-
1: Avenue puts up an investment when we sign you it's an investment we are putting in because most artists don't start up with capital but for years (sighs) to push an artist you're supposed to have a certain capital aside which unfortunately not everyone comes from a family that pushes you to be creative and give you money you get what i mean Mm. so swang's avenue by the time they sign you that means it's an investment so whichever capital we have put aside for a department, just like a labor department, is when now we choose to do, what kind of music are we doing? What type of styling are we doing? What type of branding are we doing for you? How do we want the, the audience to perceive you? Which kind of audience do we have? Who is in that competition? How do we step in that competition and know that there's something different you can offer other than that competition? Which all those things we sit as a team and then figure out, and then now we start the investment, and then now we know you're supposed to put out an EP. How do we put out an EP? Which plans mm-hmm. do we have? Who is the target audience? All those things now are yeah. looked into, but that's after you've gotten started.
0: Fantastic! That's oh my god, is. Mm-hmm. such a beautiful story with Azawi. I didn't even know that. Oh man, that is so cool. So before we head on to the next um discussion just to let you guys know um the hashtag is trace twitter space make sure you continue sharing these twitter spaces um on your um accounts on social media wherever with this hashtag and there will be some winners of airtime we're going to give away uh 1000 bob for the people who are sharing their insights and we are going to pick the winners at random so just continue um sharing the the tweet the hashtag and maybe you will be a winner just to recap um on what Jayla has said thank you so much for dropping them gems I loved when you said the difference between a professional and an amateur is practice. And then it's important to choose a niche. attract, uh, And this attracts you to the right client and fan base. Make sure you get mentorship. Explore your skills and um, genres. Also, if you're an artist, create your portfolio. Have your content ready so that by the time you're being approached by a label or by the time you're thinking of how to finance your art or craft, you already have this sort of background. It's interesting when you look at it this way, because as creatives or as artists, we're always thinking like, I need um, a financial backing But you don't think before um, I get this financial backing or before I, you know, show my value over to whichever institution or individual who's supposed to invest in me, what am I giving in exchange? And what you're giving in exchange is this portfolio that you're already supposed to be building. This takes me to the next um, pointer. Um, And we want to talk about sustaining growth. And I would actually like to speak to you, Roy, and even Jayla as well. Let's talk about how to legitimize your business. How do you actually do this? How do you register to have a favorable outcome um, in this industry, which is um, very difficult for lack of a better word? Also, what are the governing laws um, in Kenya and even in UG? Maybe you can let us know, Jayla. But I will start with you, Roy, on how to legitimize your business as a creative, as an artist.
3: Okay. Uh, very interesting insights from uh, Taylor and Butros. But um, I'll, I'll refer back to the um, research that we did and uh, some of the challenges that we um, that uh, the, the, the research pointed out. And <clears throat> we we broke that down into different um, um, uh, sectors where you say there's what we call the demand side, supply side, and basically the operating environment. That's how we broke it down. Uh, okay. The demand is, is uh, by definition, uh, you who's asking for money, all right? Uh, what are your challenges? What are, what are the issues that you are, uh, you are facing? Supply are the guys who have the money. What are the challenges that they have, uh, especially when they are thinking to lend you money? And of course, the operating environment that, um, that, that uh, we are all in. So let me start with demand side interventions that they mentioned. They said, one, we should increase formalization of businesses to improve access to services and finance. What that simply means is that very many people have got uh, what are called brands, uh, business names, but are they registered? Does the government know that you exist? One of the things that we also found is that many people do not want to register their businesses because they are afraid of tax, all right? The question then becomes, Mm -hmm. uh, why are you being taxed when you are earning nothing, all right? Yeah. Yeah, so this, 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 this fears. Some of them are very unfounded because there's a whole mechanism where even the government supports um, uh, businesses that are coming up, but you have to, they have to know who you are to be able to provide you the support that you need. Okay, so the challenge mm-hmm. there was actually in registration, and in Kenya, okay. registration is actually through the Attorney General's office through BRS. They have a wonderful portal called eCitizen, and you can go register as many businesses as you want. You, uh, there's a whole portal there where it's click. Um, what name do you want to register? Um, uh, give give another three alternative names just in case the one that you want has been taken. And if that one has been taken, uh, what are the alternatives that you're willing to work with? You pay 750 bob and voila, the name belongs to you and is recognized. All right. Now, mm-hmm. the second, the the other issue that we, 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 we have is It's just not enough to uh, just register your business, all right? And so there are different types of business registrations. There's one where it's just a business team. It has no form. It has no structure. It has nothing to regulate it. So when we talk about a company limited by shares, means that the company has been given a legal status where if they want to sell shares, they can be able to sell shares and raise money for that setup. So when you hear... Limited liability companies. That's basically what they what 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 that means. Mm-hmm. A limited liability company also means that the company itself is an entity on its own, where you have um, a Nico PR and a Nico herself. Those are two totally different entities. One can be sued without the other one being sued. Correct. All right. So the thing is, uh, we still haven't moved to that level when it comes to um, businesses and musicians. And the, the benefits are enormous because one of the things that we were saying that there is, um, and, and I'll use you, Aniko, for for a while now or uh, mm. for, for example, where Aniko right now, uh, uh, Aniko PR is an entity where Aniko can actually be an employee of her own company, right?
0: Correct. Correct.
3: Which means your company can now pay you, give you a salary and give you a payslip. That means over a period of six to eight months of your company paying you, you can present those payslips to a bank and get a loan against your payslips. Mm -hmm. That is the easiest way of accessing finance today, right? Right now uh, and and there are many other uh, steps that people then can be able to take because we assume that a hundred percent of the income that we have gotten is yours you need to be able to learn how to pay yourself first
0: so so learn- you mean so you mean in the case scenario of um, like solo artists or solo performing artists because they have gigs from um, time to time. So what you're suggesting or what you're actually saying right here is that if you know you're an artist and you're receiving money from different uh, projects sporadically, it is important to register an entity as an official business that you have your running and have your money deposited um, in this entity. And you could now start to pay yourself uh, a monthly stipend or salary or whatever Over a certain period of time, as long as it's consistent. And this is what you have as proof of your earnings. And this is what you can actually go with to the bank or whatever institution that can offer finance support and say, hey, I am a musician. I am a business. And this is proof that I am a business. And this is proof that every month I make a certain amount of money. And now I'm trying to get a loan.
3: Fantastic. I mean, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Um, what usually happens is that, for example, you have a gig and you've been paid, let's say, 100000 But the next time you get a gig is probably a month or two after that. Now, yeah. when you present papers to the bank, they find immediate challenge with what it is that you have presented because mm. it is not consistent. Yeah. It is not a monthly payment. So what we are saying is, you can now get a hundred thousand to be paid to your company, Mm. and you pay yourself a salary of thirty thousand every month. Yeah. All right. Which means, but but it it would be three months before that one hundred thousand actually draws down to zero or to ten thousand. And the thing is, is that if you're getting after every second month, it means that there's money that's coming in before your account goes to zero. But on the thirty thousand, it's a consistent amount of money that you are receiving.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool.
3: Yeah, so that's that's one of the ways that uh, we're 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 now trying to encourage guys think about how to first of all register, and of course Mm. there's assistance that uh, that that uh, uh, the the ministry and the government are now going to be offering through um, through Art At Work, and so the other thing that the challenge was um, a registry of creatives that 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 is meant to uh, track uh, key key metrics. As I said, there's a guy who sings in the shower and he thinks he's a musician. So what are we supposed to call Butos, all right? So the thing is, Butos is a professional musician, but mm-hmm. the other guy in the shop himself a musician, but they all present themselves to the bank as musicians. So who's mm-hmm. legit here, all right? Who's legit? There is no matrix that actually is able to track things like income, of the of the musician frequency mm. of 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 of, uh, of of performance uh ranking all right uh, and uh so those those kind of uh, those kind of things that would help you make a decision to say i want this performer as opposed to another um okay. uh, performer all right and the the thing about that is that if you're looking at it like on a scale of one to ten where you say there's some musicians at 1 there's some musicians at 10 where we say yeah. that now the bank wants to work with people who are now 8 9 and 10 but yeah. how are you moving people from 1 to 2 2 to 3 3 to 4 and there's a set of capacity building activities that are that are going to be done and of course the business skills i always say uh, we creatives are are uh, are um, we, we are talented we are uh, spontaneous we are different the bank is a very structured institution. So it's government. They have their way of doing things. You start from point A, you go to point B. For creatives, anything goes, provided you get to that particular end and that particular point. So the thing is, there's then a disconnect between how we think the world works and how the world actually works. Mm. All right? Now we need to reconcile the two. By saying... Creatives, you need to learn how banks work. This is how they assess an individual for um for a loan. You yeah. need to go there show them that you have been earning money and and stuff okay. one, of, one of my colleagues um uh, uh, in the task force uh jokes that a bank will give you money when you prove to it that you don't need the money
0: yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to rope in Boutros and actually ask um, as an artist who's quite active, you know, performing, touring, how have you managed to finance all the projects that you and your label um, have been working on? You know, from merchandise to the recording of the music, to the concerts and even the tours, because they're quite expensive. Um, How have you managed to do this? How do you manage
4: um okay um before i answer that um i didn't even know the we could actually do that right um the whole uh used our music like assets or something like like our body of work that's totally cool look into that yeah um for us um we were kind of like lucky i don't know if i could say that because um in the early stages of our career we we had the opportunity to meet up with like a few moguls and a few people in the industry who we were fortunate enough, they gave us advice that we actually took and then took out the mm. in, a, in a manner of just... In a legitimate do, way. In a legitimate, yeah, you know. So for us, even the merchandising, we started like years back when the profit was nowhere even near sight, but the, uh-huh. the agenda was there. So by the time the the music and everything was picking up, the other things were picking up, the studios there, the other artists, the events. Uh, you see, like, it's, now you be, we, we were like a label, like a working label without even knowing. So for us, yeah. it, was like a, it's, it was like luck without, without even us knowing. So, yeah.
0: Cool. Um, Jela, what are the governing laws in place to protect artists and their IP in UG? Are they well-functioning? Um Roy what are the governing laws in Kenya um in terms of protecting your IP and when you talk about you can now use your IP to go to the bank and use it um as a security to apply for for a loan what exactly do you mean and could you just break down the IP for those creatives and artists who are listening and maybe IP is a is, a, is something they keep listening uh hearing but they are not sure what that exactly means I think it would be good to um just delve into that a, a little bit because this is um this is the, the backbone of what the artists are creating and sometimes when they do not know this um they're taken advantage of or they don't actually get value um for their
3: art. Uh you also mentioned Jayla, so I think I'll allow her to go first.
0: Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Jayla can go fast. And also Jayla had another question. I hope you don't forget um, what I just asked now but um, can banks in UG loan um, your label in case you need to get more money to invest in the artist and um, do you guys do this or where do you get the f- uh, finance for the record label and for the artists oh okay so it's two questions do we have
1: governing laws for um, artists and their craft and then also, can a bank loan our label to finance our artists? Those are two mm, questions, right? Yes, correct. Okay. About governing laws that you know work with our craft. Unfortunately, um, it's sad that we, until today, we don't have that very big law that governs the artist's craft and how it's consumed Mm. we have a few bodies where we register our artists um, like the UPRS and then we have bodies that we are trying to put up to make sure consumption of our music is given its due payment however we are not yet at the point where everyone knows that as a distributor or a publisher, this is the amount of money you receive at this certain period of time. That is not happening yet in Uganda. But as musicians and different musical associations,
3: we're Mm. trying
1: to lobby for an entity that helps a musician to get their crafts worth. We have yeah. the Ugandan Musician Association that is trying to get that together and all our artists are registered, but it's not something that is big and ongoing. And also, unfortunately, I I would I would say um, Ugandan artists or creatives at large, not most of them are well versed with Um, what you'd call copyright and intellectual property at large. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, as a label in Uganda, we try as much as possible in our departmental artist development meetings to get our lawyers to, you know, add value to them through teaching them and making sure they assess the knowledge about copyright law, intellectual property, and all those things, because some of them are writers and they need to understand this. And mm. also through Swans Avenue, we are a distribution company. So thankfully, uh, some artists that are not necessarily under the label, we help distribute and make sure they get their cut off what their craft is bringing in as yeah. um, publishers and writers. So okay. it's, it's a conversation that is ongoing and we're trying yeah. to curb it. Yeah, um, okay. that is why we recently opened up what we call a Swangs Academy. It's okay. something that we are looking into. I'll take you through the Swangs Academy later on because I feel like people need to understand what it's all about. It's a, it's a, a bit large. I don't know if I have the time to do it right now. And now about the bank loaning uh, label, Swans Avenue is not just a label. so it's, it's, it's a bigger business than just a label. Uh, okay. Swangs Avenue is an audiovisual production company that happens to have different departments which then brings us to the labor department that just handles talent management and development. Mm. But we have different other departments in that company, like the film department. We have accounts. We have uh, audiovisual production uh, and editorial suits. So it's, it's, it's a bigger company. So Swans Avenue as a company can be loaned by a bank if at all we happened to want a loan yeah, as a, as a company, a, 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 an audiovisual production company, because we are a registered company and we are taxpayers and we have our accounts together and we do that. Yes. Okay. Now about the department as the label, all these artists um, have... They go to concerts and make money. They are brand endorsers. They 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 are writers. So they receive money in different avenues mm-hmm. that sustains their growth and that is able to you know fund their music videos, fund fund a few things that they should be doing. The good thing about it is we have financial advisors. And uh, we keep accounts for everything. Even if they had a a soda outside or a Rolex, there's a receipt for it. So at mm-hmm. the end of the month, an artist sits, goes through their accounts. They see how much they spent, how much they're earning, according to what type of contract they have with the label. They take their cut, and then the label does their cut. All those in the department. So yes. Stronger than you can be loaned as a, as a company. The label is the, the the label is just a department in a big audio and visual production company. Yeah,
0: fantastic. Basically, if there's any other record label or or um, organization that is representing artists and is uh, well registered as a business, is legitimate and um, is keeping you know, their accounts, their records properly, then it should be um, actually okay for this sort of entity to get funding for their artists. So before, um, Roy, you take us through um, um, the question I asked about the governing um, laws in Kenya for IP, um, I want to shout out to two people, Barbara um, and Official GK. So Barbara, Brenda, one, um, and Official GK, you are winners of um, airtime thank you so much for tweeting and sharing your insights from these Twitter spaces uh, remember the hashtag remains trace Twitter space um, continue sharing your insights and you might still get a chance to win um, airtime so uh, Barbara and official GK kindly DM the trace East Africa page and they will get back to you on how, you can get um, your airtime. Roy, if you take us through that. um...
3: Okay, congratulations to the winners. And uh, thank you, uh, Jayla for um, walking us through that. So I usually like starting explaining by giving definitions of certain things. Like, for example, what is intellectual property? Um, And and, and basically, this is is, uh, uh, from the word intellect, uh, it's basically ideas or, um, or, or things that you have originated yourself. Now, those ideas can be assigned uh, to you where people now recognize that this idea belongs to X, Y, Z. Then that becomes intellectual property. Now, the good thing is that even intellectual property is as, uh, is as powerful as land, as buildings, as logbooks. So there are times when creatives don't even realize, by the way, that you probably have your chamber in your head, uh, that you have not actually brought into life. Okay, so that's intellectual property. Now, copyright is is basically uh, your your uh, the uh, an owner who's been given the IP. They, it's an ex- exclusivity to replicate. All right. So when when um, when somebody replicates your work, they have violated your copyright. All right. Because they have taken away the right from you, who's the owner of that intellectual property, um, and then done it without your permission. Okay, And so the thing is there you find that there's an infringement of rights. um, And that's why it's called a copyright. Uh, A big infringement is piracy uh, and which is basically where it is just outright theft. No one plans to consult, reach out to you, tell you, acknowledge that you're the owner. They just simply don't care. Uh, and in all those, um, Kenya has, has done a lot of work. The creative sector here in Kenya, um, that is the, the, the creatives themselves, the musicians themselves, um, uh, and uh, stakeholders have really done a lot of work to improve uh, the intellectual property environment in Kenya. Uh, and so there are laws that are, that are out there uh, and that, uh, that adequately uh, protect. There's a body... Uh, that is there called the Kenya Copyright Board, which registers um, uh, the, the IP or, or, the, or, or um, the, your body, your, your work. You can register your work there. And the importance of registration of that work is that in case there's a conflict between uh, jailer and Butro saying, this is my song, all right, the person, who, uh, it, is, it is difficult to ascertain who the owner is, but registration actually helps. Because if one of you, if one of them had registered the song and the other one hadn't, then the owner of the song is the person who had registered that particular song. So it actually helps in uh, uh, solving uh, issues where people say, "So and so stole my song," "So and so stole my work," and uh, those, those kind of things. So Kenya, Kenya is slightly ahead of the curve, but uh, the thing is, um, uh, other countries are, are catching up. People are sharing their knowledge. Um, with, uh, with this. And I'm sure we can be able to um, assist uh, people in different countries who want to uh, basically get to the level of, uh, of, um, of, of where we are. <clears throat> to the question, um, when you talk about uh, uh, intellectual property, there's a value of that, uh, of that intellectual property. Uh, for example, um, a song, um, how much did it earn? from radio play from performance from uh, streaming um, and and there's a, there's a there's a there's an amount to uh, to that but of course when the song is new that's when it's uh, you have the peak of uh, of those uh, revenues and then the song um, uh, fades as it g- gets older and that's why you need to continually produce a body of work because when you when your uh, when your older song is now uh has picked and is now coming down in terms of revenue you basically mm-hmm. have another speaking and and uh and, and basically creating that and as long as you have continuous bodies of work then you mm-hmm. basically have a pipeline which is which is generating income uh for uh, uh, uh for you the average of that then becomes the value of uh, 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 uh the difference between um a musician who is constantly producing songs and a and a musician who drops an album maybe once a year or something like that, with the exception of Adele. Um, so you find that.
0: <laughs> and Beyonce.
3: That would be exemptions, by the way. <laughs> so um, a value uh, for 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 your work uh, is then traced by how much did you earn. Uh, we basically have royalties in Kenya. They're not, they're not great, but the the system is, uh, is 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 actually there. How much is your song earning over a period of time? Well, over or, or general distribution or a scientific distribution, um, uh, from streaming uh, on different platforms, uh, and and you guys know uh, the whole the whole list of those. Once that record can be presented to a bank, mm. then what is that? Um, A, you can either assign the rights of the songs that you have already done, and which means that whatever revenue that your songs are going to make, they those revenues are going to be used to repay your loan on your behalf. Okay, um, yes. and and any new songs that then come, uh, then there is also assignment of uh, revenue uh, to repay the loan that you have taken, and that is that is an arrangement that the banks are now getting comfortable with not yet uh, i'm expecting by the end of this year uh in kenya we should have a pilot of um of, of the first uh, of the first musicians uh, to use their 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 music as um, as as collateral,
0: collateral. And,
3: yes yeah. and, and basically that's the principle that is wow. uh, that, it's it's difficult uh it's a lot of work but uh i'm sure we're going to we're, we're, we're going to get there so uh, it then now means that uh, as, an, as an artist, uh, every song you produce has the potential to help you achieve your life goals on that house, uh, on that uh, property um, and, uh, and, and stuff. And also helping you also diversify uh, the income and the revenues that, uh, that, 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 that you have. Um, I look at people like, uh, let's say the biggest stars we have, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. All right, they have. Uh, he has. He's a co-founder, I think, of Rockefeller or Nation Rockefeller, but Rock Nation yes. belongs to. Him, right? uh, yes. And at uh, Beyonce has got, I think, Parkwood. Parkwood Entertainment, um, and locally here we Park have Woods. our, yes, Parkwood, yes, and and we have. Um, uh, what's this guy called? The, guy, the Tanzanian guy, Wasafi um, Diamond. Diamond. Yeah, yes. Damon has uh, the, the wasafi record. He's got the betting company, and he has a media company, and it's diversification of um, of of uh, of revenues and income away from uh, your your music. One of the things that people have to realize is that um, uh, music like athlete, athletics has got a sell by date. All right, mm. for as, for a certain genre, for a certain generation that you're targeting. You are the king or the queen for a certain period of time. What happens when you're not that queen? What happens when you're not that king? And you cannot switch genres as quickly as you think you can. Mm. So, people now have to start looking at other things where you leverage off your brand. Since you are known, all right, what can you endorse? What can you sell? What can you push? Whether it's uh, pushing a product for other people or endorsing endorsing your own product line um, those that that will now have to depend on the individual or whoever it is that is advising you and over uh, over over the next uh, uh, few few months towards the end of the year uh, you will see that advice coming forth where people have been told use your uh, creative income to be able to invest in other fields outside that particular creative space, uh, whether you're doing merchandising, whether you'll be doing, um, whether whether you'll be uh, um, uh, investing in startups and uh, and those startups generating income for you, because mm-hmm. like me, um, we used to party two days, three days straight. I mean, you've not slept today, nine o'clock. Actually, this is my bedtime. <laughs> okay. So the, when the, the when thing-
0: when, were, when were you partying three days straight? When? When, oh, when was, was this? Campus. Okay, okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was in campus then, by the way. So we, we basically would <laughs> uh, would would travel yeah, uh, to visit a place like Tanzania. Uh, so there you're in Da, and then uh, you drive up to Tanga, you then go up to Moshi. something. It was just party after party after party. But at the end of the day, you're just useless for another two days. But anyway, that aside is that Today, I cannot do that. That energy is not there. Um, and, and the older <laughs> musicians get, uh, the, the, en- the energy is just simply not there. You cannot mm. do three, four, five appearances uh, a night. Uh, you end up doing one, and that is it. You end up doing two, and that is it. So how do you make mm. up for, for, for the revenue that you're not generating as a result of the slowdown that, you, that you'll eventually have to go through? All right, that you let us there to go through every year. There's a new, a new, a new, another one, and another one. There's a new upcoming musician, there's a new hit, there's a new genre, there's a new uh vibe, there's a new sound, there's something. Um, and and it may it, may not, it, it doesn't last as long as people think. So, mm-hmm. you have to generate much income and revenue over the period yeah. of time when you want.
0: Okay, and apart that. from and apart from that, you also need to to have that um, long term vision, and and think like if I'm generating income right now, or I don't know in in this, um in this era over uh, these um activities, what do I suppose I'll be doing in the next five years? How will I be generating income? Because what you're saying is you you might have been, um touring every week and I don't know in the next 10 years you might not have the energy for that or you might want to have rebranded or you might not be in that space or you might not have released a new album what do you do in that period so it's also important to diversify um, um, your brand and um, the content that you're creating basically the IP that you own and see ways of um, capitalizing on that um, in the present and in the future, correct?
3: Yes, uh, that that's uh, that's fine. I also like something that um, uh, um, what's her name? Jayla said um, about mentors. All right, and it's not just uh, being mentored, and it's also providing mentorship. We see very many musicians coming up, and then uh, as as they continue, they're not bringing up a next generation of uh, of musicians. You know, they're taking people under your wing. Because the advantage of doing something like that and creating almost like a label uh, under your uh, under your name is that there's uh, your your brand continues running. You may not appear for a concert because you're probably at home, uh, mm-hmm. as, as new, but the people that you have mentored may have the energy to perform at different venues, at different places, and all. And you yeah. you receive a cut. Of uh, of what it is that they that that they have done in exchange for the support, uh, for the promotion, for the branding, which is basically like what um, what Taylor is talking about that their that their company does. So as soon as you can, it is also good to look at people who admire you, who are in the same uh, field. Identify those you can be able to work with, uh, mentor them, build them as, a, as as part of your as part of your label, as basically your way of saying that look. I'm not going to be in this industry for for uh, continuously and I need to diversify my income, but I also need to mm. grow people. Um, Fantastic. over Fantastic.
0: Great. Um, I, I like something that you said, um, another quotable quote, every song you produce doesn't have to have the potential of, uh, doesn't just have the potential of making you revenue, but it has the potential of having you realize your life goals. That's quite interesting to look at it that way. Like this song, might change my life, but it's not like this song needs to be number one on radio and that's it. Um, So for those listening, um, thank you so much for joining this uh, Trace Twitter space. We're discussing talent financing, getting started, and currently we are um, talking about sustaining the growth. I also like um, what you say, Roy, about having a continuous body of work, and this is what uh, eventually increases your value. Um, And when it comes to sustaining um, growth, I would like to also hear from you, Butros and Jayla. Um, How do do we as creatives, as artists, identify and seek out um, opportunities? Um, And uh, what is the importance of, um, you know, working on your skills, improving your craft? I think, Jayla, you spoke a little bit about that. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to tell us a little bit more about the academy, you can um, try summarize. It's a lot, but I think it's important for that to come out um, because there are not so many academies or institutions that are providing the creatives with that type of skill that is required. They're considered to be informal in this um, part of the um, continent that we live in, but it doesn't matter whether informal or not, uh, as long as you get the skill, that is what is important. And um, I liked what you said before, like what 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 is the difference between a professional and a, and an amateur? It's just the practice. So to be a professional doesn't necessarily mean that you've gone to Berkeley School of Music or I don't know which university, but it's the hours you put in and it's the skill you continue to um add onto your craft. So in terms of sustaining growth, maybe um um what are the um tips, boutros you can share because you spoke about you guys having started early and um, learned from uh, the earlier um, industry uh, professionals we are discussing the topic talent financing getting started and sustaining um, the growth today we had the pleasure um, of hosting jayla from uganda who manages Azawi and also works at Swang's Avenue as um, the head of the label? We also had Boutros um, Sharp God, the Sharp God from Kenya, who recently released a new EP, Kablam Tindo. Um, and we also have Gitahi Roy, who works at Art at Work Organization, who are recently part of a research team that collaborated with F- FSD Kenya to conduct a research um, called New Business Models for Financing the Creative Sector. So um, as they continue to join, I see um, Jayla has joined. Let me see. Oh, I actually cannot. mm, Oh, you are a speaker. Fantastic. I think let's just continue with the conversation as we await for Roy and Boutros to join. Um, Let me see where we were at. I think we were talking about sustaining the growth, and um, I had just prodded you, um, Jayla, to tell us a little bit about um, Swang's Avenue Academy that recently launched. What is this about? How can we join, or how can other creatives be part of this? Um, let us know. Okay. Um, so, Swang's Academy is,
1: is a creative academy. Um, my boss always, he's called Julius Chaze, he always said um, the sector is heavily unskilled and yet uh, the demand for quality audio and visual production is, um, you know, at an all-time high. Yeah. So with with um, our other director, who is called Benon Mogumbia, mm-hmm. who was the pioneer and started under the record label swans avenue actually he's a singer and a songwriter and a producer now that's how he has sustained his growth Hmm. so now he's coming into sustenance again through also being one of the heads of uh, the swans academy we decided to you know uh, create um a a skilling initiative where we you know help people who cannot afford the big monies to to um join and, and 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 learn something so the Swans academy is basically we offer courses in audio and uh audio production cinematography and um Audio production, cinematography, video editing, live broadcast, script writing, film production, among others. And those are all departments in Swan's Avenue. So it's just a a a, a three-week course. Okay. For most from for, for most um, Units, I would call them like audio production is a three-week course. It will teach you, uh, you know, prospective audio producers the fundamentals because, as a creative, all you need are the basics and then you create whatever you think will work for a market or a niche you're, you're, you're looking into. Uh, broadcast production is still about, you know, best practices and principles of producing, like line production. Uh, production management and broadcast, among others. The good thing about it is that uh, the academy is certified under Directorate of Industrial Training, mm-hmm. under the Ministry of Education and Sports. So, with over fourteen years of experience in um, producing audio and visual production, Swanz Avenue has a, 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 a knowledge and experience of international standards in those in those sectors. That's why we decided to house a, a, a somewhat uh, academy for people that cannot afford the big monies to go to to different film schools to you know join and and find fundamentals that can help them create a craft and a business for them. Basically, that's that. So I don't know if you'd like me to talk about sustaining sustaining growth for artists, but. That's what it is about uh, the Swans Academy.
0: Okay, cool. I I think I would love for you to speak about um, how to sustain growth for artists because that's where we are (laughs) at in this conversation. And Mm. uh, maybe Boutros can also chime in um, and add on to the same. Like, how do you sustain growth and what do artists um, in this, market that is is still yet to um, get more structure what do they need to to do what do they need to understand better um, to prepare themselves for when the industry is more open and also to prepare uh, themselves for talent financing
1: oh okay so about sustaining growth for artists um, we are lucky to have a team of of members uh, that. Have grown in the business as part of our mentors. Some of them are now in the states. Some of them are still our directors. Some of them are now working in uh, other departments. I'll give you an example. We have a gentleman called Viboyo. The Ugandans know him. He hit. Um. He was a. He he he's a legend in the music industry. He mm. he was uh, he had he had a lot of music at the beginning of Swangs Avenue with Radio and Weasel and uh, Benon Mogumbia Benon and Vampos and right now he grew into a producer a film producer a video director and he's heading one of the departments at Swangs Avenue. We have uh, Benon Mogumbia. That time he used to sing with Benon and Vampos. And they were under Swangs Avenue, the label at that time. And now Benon has grown into the, one of the directors of Swangs Avenue. And he's also the head of uh, production, film production at Swangs Avenue. So how do we sustain growth in artists? The first thing I would say is organic growth is long term. So when you choose to be an artist, whether you're a musician or a painter or anything, understand that your growth has to be long-term for you to get a sustainable income to even venture into other things. You sustain growth through steady communication with a call of action to key as an artist in the sense that each time you want to put out a project, Hmm. Don't wait for the time you want to put out a project, communicate. Communicate the journey to the project. Communicate uh, during the project. Communicate after the project. There is free, there's event, there's post. If you have a music video coming out, prepare people, have a plan. And then in that plan, execute it. How do you communicate to your audience? During uh, the release, what are you doing? Which interviews are you going for? What PR are you tapping into? I know, uh, Aniko, my emails have come up a bit. All my emails from my other colleagues when we want to promote um, our music outside Uganda in Kenya, we've already sent you emails. So all those things are how you sustain your growth. You Mm. have a line of communication, you have an emailing list, you have a peer, you have fans group. That's how you keep on growing. If something has worked for you, try and repeat formulas. The problem with our artists, especially around Africa or East Africa, I should say, a formula has worked for you, and then now you want to try someone else's formula because it has worked for them. If the formula has worked for you, repeat it. If it works, repeat it. Mm. If it doesn't work, then you let go of it. Build relationships with booking agents. A booking agent is the one that is going to put money in your pocket. It doesn't have to be a relationship just necessarily about money. When a booking agent decides to come and say, Azawi, I would like you to work here. It's because they've seen your work ethic. They've seen how you work. They think you're going to work for your audience. Now, when you go there, come early, give them what they need, do the radio interviews. If he needs to do a drive do it. come early, go for rehearsals. That's how you build a sustainable growth. Now, everyone, I will speak to this, there's an artist called APAS. I don't know if you know him.
0: Yes, if
1: you I do. Yes. APAS is one, when I'm working as an events manager, Apas is the person I know that will never come late, Mm. and he has grown. He has just always been growing. If Apas was if Apas has um, a concert at if his call time is at seven p.m., Apas will be there at four.
0: Fantastic.
1: Those are the relationships you're supposed to be building with booking agents because guess Mm. what? These booking agents are the ones who talk to companies. These companies will hear how good timekeeper you are and then they'll say we would like them to endorse, we would like you to be our... Uh, ambassador now here you have another uh, entity where you're bringing in money other than just being a performer do you get what i mean and now you're speaking in audiences where there's ceos and whatnot and everyone wants to hear what you're saying that's how you have someone that can give you money to start up another capital because they think if this artist is a timekeeper then maybe they can venture into another business and we can partner that's how you sustain growth. Also, yeah. treat the music business as a normal business. I understand it's about singing and making people happy, but at the end of the day, it's a business. Know your accounts. Mm. Um, have uh, people that are working for you, financial advisors. You need just treat it like a business. Don't just eat the money you get. Put it in some something else. Make sure you have all your expenses covered. And then what are your incomes? What what Cash, do you have at hand? How can you inject it? Treat everything as a business, even if it's just making people happy. And then be willing to supplement your income. Everyone says after you're nine to five, have some income to supplement you. Because uh, the world we are in right now, it's as if impossible to just have one income that is coming in. What if tomorrow your your vocals are not uh, the best that they are? What are you going to do? Yeah. What other incomes are you bringing in? Yeah. I am glad to say that all the the artists at Swanzar venue at least have other incomes. Um, Vinka has cosmetics and she also has B motors where she sells cars. She sells cosmetics. She sells cars, and she's into other businesses. Azawi also is into a few electro- a few electronics shops. Winnie is in. Everyone is trying to do something other than music. Mm-hmm. But it's because they have financial advisors who make sure it's not only about music. If you can put your money somewhere else, you do it. Then nurture a fan base and never sell your artistic vision. Whenever you go to a concert lay your heart out to that fan base and yes. never sell you because the fan base that starts with you is usually the one that understands you however much you want to change make sure that change is a skill that you've explored that is going to help you in your genre or your craft but these things of flip-flopping today you're deciding to do dance hall tomorrow you're t- have a niche and make sure you nurture that into something that you're known for. So how you sustain growth is all those things and then more. That's basically it for me.
0: Okay, fantastic. Um I I, I like what you said and in in summary, reliability is key. Um, you know, if you want other creators or industry people to be able to work with you, you have to not just be there on time, but always deliver um, into the expectations uh, or more, if at all. So from um, this whole discussion, I think um, we need to move forward. And some of the things that have come out from these Twitter spaces is the fact that for an artist and for the creatives to um, attain financial stability and sustainability, um, there, there, is, there is required um, for them to have um, um, a legitimate business and to operate like one. We've talked about the fact that um, you must find a way to register your business. Um, and ignorance is no excuse. You know, you can research about it. Jayla spoke about the fact that your mentor doesn't have to be somebody who you're speaking to every day, but... It could be somebody in the industry who's already, you know, making some major moves and you're looking at that and you're um, modeling that. There also needs to be a structure and a formal way um, of doing business. So it's not that you register your business and then in the operations to, uh, day to day, you're actually uh, not having a structure or not having a professional team around you. So I think as creatives, we need to identify what are, what are our structural failures and how can we work to rectify this. Um, and I always say at the end of the day, everybody has a role to play. The entire industry has a role to play. Uh, the stakeholders are quite many. Even the fan, you are a stakeholder. You know, sometimes when we are discussing industry issues, maybe fans are listening and they're like, ah, those are artist problems. But an artist problem or um, an industry problem is, uh, it cannot be solved without the audience, without the fans. So we all have our role to play uh, in the creative industry, uh, the financial institutions and banks, um, and even our governments um, have a role to play and a big one at that, especially when it comes to formulating proper, uh Not just formulating but implementing and executing proper proper laws that govern our i p our content our art and craft um I will come to each panel panelist and ask them to maybe give the recommendations um and opinion of the best way forward um of how creatives need to uh to move to ensure that um they are able to get financing they get started and they can sustain their growth. And um, as you think about that, maybe um, you're parting short before we finish. I would also like to open the floor and ask those who are listening to um, maybe raise their hand in case you have a comment, in case you have a question to ask. You're free to um, direct your questions um, directly to our panelists. That is Jayla um, from Swanks Avenue, UG Um, representing Africa to the world, Boutros, Shrap King, and uh, we also have Roy from Atatwak. So in case you have um, questions that you might want to share, this is um, your moment. Please raise your hand. Uh, Somebody has raised their hand, Mr. Bet, Mr. Betta. Um, Let's see if um, you will be allowed to speak um, or speak. Actually, let me see if I can... No, I'm actually... I'm only a speaker. I'm not a host. Yeah, so um, Trace account, if you could let Mr. Uh, Better say something. Let me see. What What is the Mr. Better Days? Okay. Jiame Gia, Josh, okay, from Record FM. Ah, fantastic. Six. There you are. There you are.
2: Yeah, big shout out to Sir Jayla. You're representing us very, very, very well. Um, And much thanks to Swanz Avenue for the work they are doing Swangza so, avenue has proved that they can you know get an artist from zero in music to you know a top notch artist in the country and that is a plus for them i am um an entertainment journalist and i spent most of my last year doing so much on uh, intellectual property in uganda we have intellectual property working but unfortunately it's a uh, focusing most on technology. Um, The president has, you know, met a number of people and they are discussing intellectual property, but we have not had the art industry well represented. One of the reasons is maybe because um, artists in Uganda focus more on the music industry than on the music business because these two are so different, like... The music industry is the singing, the releasing of music, but then the music business is now that part of um, the finances and and legalizing of a business. So that is like uh-huh. the major challenge that that we are having, especially in Uganda, because some of these artists, like you said, for example, an artist would be able to walk into a bank to get, you know, a loan using their uh-huh. you know uh-huh. content. But some of uh, the artists are so used to the, like how it has been before, where artists used to, you know, do concerts and events. And, you know, of course, with the concert comes things like taxation. And some of these artists look at the concert after legalizing their business, they're like, wow. So if I do my concert and I get 800 million, I'll have to be taxed. And because they don't know so much about, All this, they are scared that if I legalize my business, I might suffocate on taxes. So, um, you realize that some of these artists will, you know, go on running like the business illegally, not because just what they want, but because maybe they have low education on this. And and we are not having so much sensitization in regards to this. Then, um, I would also like to maybe ask uh, Jailer's opinion on the idea of having a united Africa or having a Ugandan, you know, sort of genre. Because um, I would, I've would i noted that maybe when you look at West Africa and majorly Nigeria, these people are capitalizing on all the top genres in Africa. The way um, they owned the Amapiano genre just at the right time is something that we need to credit them for. So I am like, should we get some lessons from, you know, these people, because I personally believe that East Africa is maybe best, the best at talent in music, but most probably we are working harder than smarter, so that's probably a challenge, because we have all these things in in place, for example, the Uganda Registration Services Bureau is the one in charge of intellectual property, and I actually had an interaction with them, the intellectual property officer at URSB, and he said all these things are in place. For example, intellectual property, it is very possible for an artist to go and register their song as their intellectual property, and they can use to, this to get a loan in the bank. But it is not practically possible because the song probably doesn't have, you know, all the capacity to, you know, get the, help this person get... Um, the loan from the bank. So uh, Mr. Roy talked about business registration (laughs) just winding up and I would say that we have a challenge as a result of artists focusing more on music industry than the music business. So few of them have Mm. an idea of how the music business works in regards to registration, taxation, financial management, among others. And this came out clearly during the COVID period because many artists We are used to getting money hand to mouth, like an artist goes to perform maybe in a bar or at a private party and they are paid money and you realize they spend 50% of the money they have gathered from that event at the same venue, like, you know, paying for uh, booze or whatever drinks for them and then the friends and they leave like 50% of that money there. And when COVID came and they couldn't perform, that's when some of them started reaching out to learn many of these other things of, um, of, of uh, you know, online distribution and all those other things. Yeah. So basically, I think the biggest challenge is um, finance. And it is very hard to have an artist finance themselves if the business is not legal and, you know, straightforward. That's my submission. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much. Um, Over to you, Jayla. Uh,
1: Mr. Beta, um I'm going, I've am picked a few things uh, because uh, there was a lot. Um, however, I picked about the intellectual property. Uh, fire, and then I picked about the United Africa. So to answer your question about um, West Africa and um, Amapiano and the United Africa and the genre that Uganda does not have, No 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 as africans we need to stop the business of trying to say west africa east africa south africa there's no genre in africa the people outside africa i look at they don't say uganda i I will not go out to the united states and i'm asked where i'm from and i'll say uganda i'll say africa do you know why because the the other person on the other side has never said, "I'm coming to Uganda." They say "I'm coming to Africa." Africa is one. Unfortunately, it's us, the people that decide to say, "Oh, there's a West African sound, there's a Nigerian sound, there's a no, no no, there's no West African sound. It's an African sound. They just have a way of making it West Africa. When Azawi decided to release my you, the people in this industry, decided to say, oh, Azale is becoming West African. Everyone thought Azawi is from West Africa. But it's the sound from Uganda. She just used percussion from Uganda and if we played around with those things. It's a, creative, it's a creative process. So the Africa that we want to have is not yet united because we are still saying there's a West African sound or a South African sound. Azawi has a piano song. Uh, Spice Diana has a piano song. I know B2C has a piano song. Aziza Zion has a piano song. And that is a a South African sound in quotes, like people say. But that is a sound that is played by Ugandans. So, no, 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 no. The United sound is the African sound. Whichever we choose to give people outside is what they are going to take, but let us start pushing the front of a self a, a, a an African sound. Africa is united, it's the people that um are, are not uniting it. But it's already united now. About the the intellectual property and how it's it, it's it's it, it's supposed to be built and how it should we have knocked on those doors god knows one Avenue has knocked on those doors for us to have such conversations where we have a real law that governs how an artist gets money out of their craft you know this uprs
0: most of the artists are registered but how much money has an artist gotten so maybe things let's let's things head over to Boutros and Roy. Please give us your closing statement as Jayla tries to can uh, anyone join. Can trace, at least raise up their hand and tell me if they can hear me? So um, I was talking about intellectual
1: property. Um, we have knocked on those doors, but there's a law that is supposed to govern us that that is not right. Something is not right and... and, and, and we 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 cannot just not something is not right. I mean, Ugandan M- M- musician association has tried to knock on those doors. UPRS we are trying to make sure until today. I will tell you that I am so sure no artist has has um, gotten money from UPRS, but most of them are registered under which law it's it's it, we are we are we are not streamlined so you don't blame artists they fear that avenue about financial discipline um, you can only teach someone what what they want to learn and i think financial discipline is uh, what we call charity begins at home if you were not taught how to save how to work with your money that discipline is learned or it's a discipline that is from childhood. Uh, I cannot teach an artist how to save their money, but I can tell them the avenues of how to save their money. And I can, you know, be of use. But if they don't want to save it, who am I to tell them not to eat their money? So I feel like unless someone has the discipline to have sustainable income and growth, there's not much you can Give them that's basically from me about a okay, few questions um, that you have asked.
0: Thank you, thank you so much, Jayla. Can you can you hear me? If you can hear me, Jayla, we're gonna do our last um closing statements over to you, Roy and Boutros, as we wrap up this conversation tonight.
3: Uh, hello, but okay, or should I go first before Butros?
0: Go ahead, yeah,
3: okay. sure, sure. All right, um, in, in summary. Um there's a, there's an alignment that needs to be done. I like what Jela said about discipline um, and, and and that is something that people now need to get. Um, the problem with um, with uh, creatives or artists is that uh, as creators, we are very good at creating a utopian kind of world. okay? And there's a there's always a delta between that utopian world that we've created and the reality that we live in. And 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 of course, uh, very many times people go through that mental health phase where I can't believe that I have created this utop- perfect utopian world in my head, and uh, I'm I'm still in the the reality that I am with. And the thing is, what people now need to learn is that it's a journey. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Um, many people take a long time to get to the point in their careers where they can. Uh, those careers can actually be able to sustain a livelihood for them. And so, in the creative space, in the creative industry, what do you need to do? My advice one, keep creating, always keep creating. Number two, um, identify uh, how you make your money. Okay. Uh, number three, please develop a discipline. A discipline of like uh, one of the speakers uh, before. Uh, spoke of something that is typical in um, in this particular space you've got my fans people who are trying to affirm you they're not your friends right they're people who just follow you around okay but you spend so much on them that you're not spending on yourself and the best way to spend on yourself is to save so when you go to these uh, performances and everybody's cheering you on, there are ways to be paid. Preferably, some clubs want to pay you with cash. Uh, please try to tell them that you have a bank account that you'd want them to transfer the money to. Then that way, you avoid the temptation of actually spending at the venue. Okay, And it also serves as a record that uh, payments are actually coming through to you. Okay. Um, the next thing is, um, if you cannot uh, manage things yourself, Please get a manager, get somebody who understands the, the the industry, pay them on a commission depending on what it is that they do. One of the things that we're trying to do for Kenyan musicians is to create managers who will basically get for them gigs and ensure that their contracts are done, make sure that they negotiate payment, make sure that the person is paid, above all, make sure that your artist stands up because the, the, the thing that we've also realized is the lack of discipline uh, a venue could be waiting for you to appear and uh, see feel, I don't feel it. And then you end up not turning up. That then begins to dent your credibility, um, which which is not good. Because people speak within the industry and say, ah, if you're trying to get Roy Gittay, leave him alone. He will not turn up on time or he has got his own complicated things or he's asking for so many things or he just basically won't turn up. So you need to develop that discipline. So there are a lot of building things that the creative themselves have to do um, in order to align uh, and get the trust that the banks uh, require to be able to start working with them.
0: Thank you, Roy. Over to you, Boutros.
4: Um, For mine is not just to add up to what the guys are saying. I mean just understand your surrounding. If if you are an artist, um a recording performing artist or producer, or director, whoever just in, in the arts or whatever, you you are preaching to a certain crowd. It's not just yourself. Ah what the more they listen to it, no what I could to what na end or industry, whatever. If you don't mm-hmm. understand your surroundings, and you just you just everywhere. There, uh, there's a point she said. Um, you can't just jump from one genre to another to another because also as 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 ADF we believe in mtoa kikupen Kenya like we believe in mtoa kikupenda hivi ukianza ku shift shift half of the people that you came in with. Mm-hmm. So it's something like for us like we try and maintain like an artist when you when you come in, just make sure the way you come in do do uta move adimuisha. You say you improve, or you just stop. But this switch in, switching, switching <laughs> is just you. are just not understanding your surrounding and the image that you're trying to build. Now adding on to what you were saying about like getting a manager or a team, that is not even an option. That's that's mandatory. As an artist, if you want to do everything else, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're bound for for failure. Like ukombele to somewhere, it's gonna get hectic. As we say, it's a business. So those people are very essential. No man is an island. You need people who actually. We are creatives in the studio. I'm not. am not the best businessman. I might be the best rapper, the best performer on, on stage. But there are people who actually have a mind of business. People who have a mind in of marketing. You know know what I'm saying? So yes. the team is a very important and it's essential. Like as an artist, you need to have them. So if you don't have one, I think you just need to get just get yourself one immediately. Uh, my last one is just um to you understand your surrounding. I mean, if you don't break the barrier, people will never take you serious. That's just what I think. Because if you, if local is the is the motive, I think your business is bound to be just a kiosk type of a venture. But uh, I believe people who actually want to grow to become like a franchise, they think of just beyond their surrounding. Am a place in your mm. so in t- um in terms of breaking the barriers, just see what's happening outside. Outside uh, Kenya, outside even Nairobi, people actually just remove just songs on YouTube and then mostly just stay in Nairobi, or maybe just as far as they can go, maybe at the river or maybe knee I don't know, Wong, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's good to just, you know, yeah. <laughs> this African community right now, we have like so many countries speaking Swahili, maybe English, you know, the, yeah. it's just like, yeah, you know, as you say, saying, Africa is one. Also, we have an advantage. So like for me, like a Swahili speaker, I came to understand like I have a big advantage where we can have tours in different countries in just Africa itself. That's a big bang. So, yeah, I mean, understand the game. So, if you if you take a few steps back and uh, the Uchambu Chambuyo, Kitabuyo, your business, <laughs> I think things will work out. Yeah, but that's for me. But thank
0: you. <laughs> I feel like now we're starting. I, I love everything you said. Thank you so much for. Hey, dropping them bars and lines on Cal- us
4: Cal- Cal- i know i had to <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah like you you have to understand the game think broad have a professional team know your style and craft your genre and what i loved most about what you said you gotta move up and improve or stop hey drops mike <laughs> Jayla, can you hear us or did we lose you? Let me hear if you are still around so you can uh, give your parting shot. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to have the rest of the people requesting to speak because we've really taken a long time since we had dropped and then we came back on. But the conversation continues. Continue following Trace Twitter uh, space hashtag and uh, you're free to continue you Know asking us questions or the, the rest of the panelists on Twitter or on Trace uh, Twitter Spaces, and um, this is a conversation that, it, that will continue ongoing. You know, it's gonna, not going to stop tonight, we continue to grow and learn. So, Jayla, um, I my parting gift to our dear listeners is you're only
1: as good as your last performance as an artist. Mm. And you will only be as good as your your last behavior. You'll only be as good as your last change that you have put in the bank to save or to um, invest. So everything you do has to have discipline. You need to practice, 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 practice. Put out as much music as you can because you're an artist do not wait to say, oh, I'm waiting for these people to put out music, then I'll put out, oh, I'm watching my competition. Yes, it's good to watch your competition, but mind your business and put out the music that you came here to put out and just let the fan base say what they need to say, when they need to say and how they need to say it. So discipline, practice, 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 and share your craft as much as you can. That is all I can say.
0: Thank you so much, Jayla. Thank you so much to all our panelists. Um, Jayla from Swangs Avenue, Butros, uh, the sharp god himself from AD, family, Gita Hiroy from Art at Work, and the entire Trace is Africa team. And every single person who was listening in today, even those who dropped, we want to say um, thank you very much for joining this um, Trace Twitter space. Today we're discussing... Um, talent financing. How do we do this? How do we grow our craft? How do we prosper in business? And I hope uh, to all those who are listening, you've gotten something that has inspired you, that has um uh, pushed you to think further, to want to grow your business, has made you want to register your IP, your content, um, and has made you want to also um register your business and uh, do it legitimately to... Um, guarantee yourself um, success across the future, and not just something that is um, short term. So, thank you all for joining. Um, have a good night. I've been your host Aniko. I'm um, very thankful, Trace, for having me host this. And uh, just keep it here on Trace is Africa page. They always have the spaces happening. There will be another conversation happening soon. Um, and have a good night. Thank you, guys. You're now free to drop off. Ciao. Good night. Good
3: night.